The suspects, Jokar and Tamerlan, had roots in Chechnya, but it's not clear whether they had any connection whatsoever to the Russia-Chechnya conflict. I spoke earlier today to Luke Harding, a correspondent for The Guardian newspaper in London. He said a Chechen militant attack outside of Russia would be highly unusual. What we've seen over the last couple of decades is, well, we've had two wars in Chechnya. We've seen violent conflict there. And and most recently, we've seen a big, really kind of Islamist um, insurgency all across southern Russia. But mainly these radicals have struck at targets inside the Russian Federation. They, two suicide bombers, blew up the Moscow metro in 2010, killing about 40 people. A, A year later, they struck one of Moscow's airports, killing another 38. So we've seen this pattern of violence inside Russia. But for this to spill over from the mountains of the North Caucasus to the boulevards and the houses of sort of suburban America is quite astonishing. Now, you've written in an article today in The Guardian that the Kremlin will more or less look at this and say, see, we told you so. We don't know yet what the motivations are for these two men. We may never know. Why would Putin chime in? Why does this play into the Kremlin's hands, as you suggest? It it plays perfectly into the Kremlin's narrative, which Putin's been saying ever since 99, when he became Russian prime minister and then president, he's been saying that he's battling terrorism. And when his sort of critics say, well, actually, you're contributing to the problem by using extremely violent and brutal methods, he says, well, this is a global problem. You, You fight terrorists too. And so it does play into his hands. And just before we went on air, very interestingly, I was looking at a tweet from Ramzan Kadyrov, Now, he's the president of Chechnya, and Kadyrov was tweeting that actually one shouldn't look to Chechnya for the root of this evil. He said one should look to the United States. In other words, suggesting that the problem was an American problem, and and whatever the backstory of these two young men, that was irrelevant, that this was a kind of homegrown American problem. I mean, I, I don't buy that, but this is what he's saying. Now, this event here in Boston at the marathon must give Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin pause when they look ahead to 2014 and the Winter Olympics there in Sochi. Well, that's right. I mean, it does strengthen their kind of overall argument, but at the same time, I think it will also make them nervous because Sochi, as you say, is going to be the venue for for next year's Winter Olympics. It's it's a sort of seaside resort on the Black Sea coast of Russia in the south. It's rather balmy there, 25 degrees with palm trees and gardens full of rhododendrons. Uh, But it's also next door to where this insurgency is taking place, not just in Chechnya, but in Dagestan and Ingushetia, not of not very many hours away by car. And of course, the fear is that um, these radicals will use this showpiece event to kind of wreak mayhem. I don't know that whether that will happen, but I think this is going to be a kind of pressing security concern for the Kremlin going forward. One of the things that has distinguished Islamic radicals is their tentacles around the world, the way that they can connect you know, in in different countries. Is there anything to suggest that that connection flows through Chechnya, through the North Caucasus to the United States? Well, I I think the thing that suggests that is the internet. Um, I was just looking today at the main Chechen rebel website, which is uh, kafkazcenter.com. And there are news items there from Syria, where we know some some Chechens, some members of the the Chechen diaspora are fighting in Aleppo from Pakistan, from Turkey. And so... In a sense, we live in a connected world, and and it's very easy to kind of plug into this sort of ideology just by flipping up your laptop and logging on. Now, we we absolutely don't know whether that was the trigger in this case, but the the Chechens are aware of what's happening in Afghanistan and of what's happening in Iraq. Um, And so there is is a struggle, and 
more than that, Doko Omarov, who's the kind of Chechen rebel leader, did say when he when he called for a Caucasus emirate in 2007 that that anybody who kind of attacked fellow Muslims could be considered a target. So there is a motive, but whether this motive works in this case, we simply don't know at this stage. Luke Harding is diplomatic correspondent for The Guardian newspaper, and he's the author of the book Mafia State, How One Reporter Became an Enemy of the Brutal New Russia. Luke, thank you for joining us. Thank you.